0: Donnell. What's up, man? How are you? Good, man. What's good with you, man? Not too much, man. How are you holding up with everything going on? Uh, just in a lab, man. Just working, you know, trying to, you know, stay busy. Yeah. Facts, yeah. I appreciate you making some time for us, man. You know, you're one of our most popular artists among the readers of our site, you know, and we got so much love for you. I appreciate that, man. Definitely. Absolutely. So, I want to start this interview by talking about the single you had last year with John B. Understand. Now, not only was that the best R&B song we heard last year. We had it number one in our countdown of top songs of the year. But, man, that was just such a moment for R&B, that you guys came together and made such a dope song. Like, I don't even think people understood how special that was.
1: You know, man, John hit me up, and and, um, he asked me, uh, would I get on the record? And when I heard the record, I immediately said yes, because um, I just felt like it was a great record. Um, I didn't have anything to do with writing it or producing it. That was all John, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, just out of respect for him and, and the love I got for him, I just wanted to be a part of it.
0: Right. You know, you, you joined our podcast last year, and, um, you know, we talked, and you said you were working on some new things with new music. Have you made any progress towards that? I mean, I'm in
1: the lab now, man. You know, I'm just trying to make – you know, I just, I just make music every day. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, it's nothing new for me. I mean, even though we stuck in the house, I'm, I do this every day anyway. So, I'm just yeah. making music, man, just trying to, you know, follow my heart and, and uh, just make something great.
0: Cool, cool. Definitely look forward to anything you got coming with, man. You always bless us with good music, so definitely looking forward to it. So one of the things we like to do in these interviews is touch on the history, get some of the backstories between artists, allow them to share their story. You know, we celebrate their legacy a bit. I want to take it back with you a bit. So um, take us back to, you know, when you first got signed. You know, you were doing songwriting back then, you know, getting placements for other artists, you know, Usher and and, and artists like that. Um, How did you even get signed in the first place?
1: Um, I had a group at first. I was I was uh with a group called Porsche and uh, we did a lot of shows in Chicago. Um we made a name for ourselves and everything, but we really didn't get signed there. So we took a trip to uh to DC. Uh they was having a big conference out there called the the BRE, which is the Black Radio Exclusive Convention. And we went out there, man, we had a showcase. Uh nobody came to the showcase. So what we decided to do was <laughs> just um just go in a hotel and sing for anybody who came out, you know, who was in the lobby, you know, so Eddie F happened to be downstairs, and we, we sang for him. Mm. He was like, yo, man, you know, don't sing for nobody else. I'm going to sign, y'all. You know, as soon as he walked away, we started singing for other people. He came back over like, no, man, don't sing for nobody else. I'm going <laughs> to sign, y'all. And about two months later, he uh he sent us a uh, plane ticket to come to uh, to to New York.
0: Wow, that's dope, man. So the, that was the group. So how did it turn to so just you, you know, getting into the solo career?
1: Um, Well, we broke up, man. We had some differences, and we broke up, and and at the time, um, I think Eddie was was uh, producing a lot of records for other people and he wanted me to write. So I started writing and I right. came up with uh, with this song called You Took My Heart for Usher and then uh, Puff heard that and he wanted me to write with him for Usher. So we came up with, uh, with um, All the Time I Think of You.
0: Think of you, yeah. Right. How big was it for you that you, know, you did that song for Usher, one of your first placements and it became a single? It was huge,
1: man. I mean, it, it was like, it was like it was me. It was like it was my song. You know, I, I was singing, <laughs> you know so when I heard it, it was like the five heartbeats, man. You hang yourself on the radio. It was like it was, it was a beautiful moment.
0: Right. You know, true Donnell Jones fans know, you know, not only are you an amazing vocalist, but you're a true songwriter and a producer in Triple Threat. So where did you develop those skills, man?
1: You know what, man? Like, like uh, being around Eddie and them, man, like he, he put me around a lot of great producers. I was around Dave Hall, Kenny Carnegie uh just a lot of great producers when i was writing and i just watched them do they do they work man and i just picked up a lot of things from them and, and that's how i developed my craft
0: so dope, dope. let's touch on your debut album my heart you know um definitely feel like that one goes overlooked in your catalog especially because of the success of where i want to be your second album but we right. love my heart though i mean talk about making that album i mean that was my first
1: album and i just wanted to make a record where that you know you just put it on let it play um Back then, we was all into hip hop and R and B, so we did a lot of uh, a lot of loops and a lot of hip hop records. And um, I just felt like it was it was a really great fresh start, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. something new for music, and and um, I was just happy they gave me the, sh- the shot,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's dope because he came with the, the Stevie Wonder cover as a single, and we always talk about how we never hear that these days. Artists putting out singles that are cover songs. So, what was it like covering Stevie on your first album? To be honest with you, man, that was
1: extremely hard, man. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I, I didn't even know that it was a Stevie song at first. Um, this guy by the name of Dan and he was the uh, producer on the track. And his wife sang it to me, and I sang it to tape. And um, L.A. heard, he was like, yo, man, this got to be your first single. I didn't even know it was a Stevie Wonder record.
0: Yeah, that's dope, man. So there was a lot of good choice in the album that could have been singles as well. But, you know, regardless, definitely a special project. Yeah, man, Eddie, Eddie did his thing on that one. Then around that time, you also wrote another hit that we love for Seven Hundred Two that was Get It Together." You re- what do you remember about that one? i remember been in the studio with those girls, man. They hated me, man, because i <laughs> i just I
1: just kept making them do it over and over and over again because you know it was something I heard that I just wanted to hear from that record. Yeah, and, um, it just came out to be a really good record, man. I mean, those girls—they really put their heart into it. And, uh, you know, some, it's just something about writing, man. I love writing for other people, man. It's just,
0: it just does something to me. Right. That's dope. So got to touch on the Where I Want to Be album. Obviously, it's a bona fide classic. One of the best R&B albums of the 90s, no doubt. I just want to read the track list real quick, because every song on this, on this album could have been a single. You know what's up. Shorty got her eyes on me. Where I want to be. Have you seen her? This love. All oh, her love. It's all right. Think about it. He won't hurt you. Pushing. I Want to Love You, and When I Was Down. I'm talking front to back, every song you came with on that album, man. What do you remember about putting all that together? I mean, we went in it with
1: the intentions of trying to make an album that was going to be incredible. Uh, After the first album, um, you know, the face really didn't get it, and I just wanted to make sure they didn't fuck it up again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I tried to make a record where every song could possibly be a single. And that's what we did, you know what I'm saying? We, we attacked it like that, and from that point on, every album that I came out with, I tried to do the same thing, just make it where every song could possibly be a single. And right. that's, that's the way I approach, you know, making music.
0: I don't think you get enough credit for the fact that you wrote and produced a lot of these, a lot of the songs of most of your albums. Even this one, I'm looking at the track list right here, writing and producing credits for over half the album, man. What does it mean to have that much control of your project? I mean, it's everything,
1: man. I mean, you know, my heart, my emotions, all those songs are, are things that I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Think, I think that's why people could really identify with what I do is because all these songs come from my heart. You know what I'm saying? They come yeah. from things I've been through. And I can, give it the type, I can give it the type of emotion that it needs when I'm singing it because it's something I really felt, you know?
0: Right. Well, what do you remember about when that album came out, especially singles like You Know What's Up and Where I Want to Be? Because for me... That was a huge moment in R&B. I remember you were like on top of the world as an R&B artist. And but what was it like living in that moment? <laughs> All a different cat then, man. I mean, you know, it, the world was different. <laughs> man. I mean, it's just
1: being number one. You know, being a kid and, and growing up in Chicago, always, you know, thinking about it and, and and wanted to have a number one record, and it actually happened for me. So I mean, I was I was the happiest moment in my life, and and um, it was just a beautiful moment for me.
0: Yeah. I just remember about I, I really remember about the song Where I Wanna Be just hearing dudes in their car driving by blasting it and singing to it. You know, and you don't get that type of vulnerability from from dudes a lot too often, but you, you brought it out of them, man. What did that mean to you? Is it you know what man,
1: those songs come from the heart, man, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know if I'm going through it, I know other people in the world are going through it. So
0: yeah.
1: um that's why I just try to write, you know, what's in my mind, what's in my heart, you know?
0: Special. So Going into the next album, "Life Goes On," you know, coming off of where I want to be, how'd you approach that one?
1: Same way, just you know, just wanted to make sure that every song could possibly be a could possibly be a single, and um, we just went in it like that, man. I mean, that's how I do with every album. I, I listen to the mm-hmm. previous album, and I go in and I try to create something that's going to be a little bit better than that than the last.
0: I really like the next one, "Journey of a Gemini." I mean, I know you had a diverse set of producers on that one and, try, you know, had some different sounds. But, man, that one is a really strong album. I always felt like, you know, one of your best. And um, just love a lot of the songs on that one. So what do you remember about putting that one together? Um, I was going through a lot during that time. You know what I'm saying? I, I was struggling with
1: alcoholism at that time. And um, I was just – I think I just came out of rehab and um, – I had already had a lot of songs. A lot of those songs that was that was supposed to go on the album went on my Lost Files album mm-hmm. because um, we went in and we did a whole nother album. Right. So um, I just remember going to L.A. man, hooking up with Tim and Bob man. I mean, it was incredible. Um, hooking up with Mike City gave me a crazy record. I mean, it, it was just it was just that time and everybody was giving me like real dope music. Man, It was real fresh. You know what I'm saying? So that album was real dope.
0: You know, I just remember how deep some of the songs on the album, like like Cry and like Portrait of a Woman. Like, we, we weren't hearing a lot of, like, music that took it that deep with the lyrics and really meant something. So th- th- songs like that stood out to me. I mean, what does it mean to make songs like that?
1: I mean, it just, just got to go from the heart, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just try to, you know, just feel it and um, put your heart into it.
0: That's all right. I do. Right. So so you came back with lyrics, the next album. You know, your first as an independent artist. What he won? Touch on that one a bit. Um, lyrics, lyrics
1: was. It's not one of my favorite albums, but you know, it, really? was, it was after a little bit of hiatus, um, and I had fun making it, man. But it's not one of my favorites, though, to be honest with you.
0: Why you say that?
1: Um, I, I think I could have did better. You know, I, I could have did better. Um yeah. With the time I had, and um. I just think I could have done better with
0: that one. Gotcha. Yeah. I've always loved, though, I know it wasn't the one you wrote and produced, but the one Mike City did on there, Finer Things in Life. Amazing Mike song. Mike is a beast,
1: man. Mike is a beast, <laughs> man. Mike is a serious beast, man. Anytime I'm making a record, man, I always reach out to him. Um, yeah. what he got, man, because he always
0: come up with something really hot and really dope. So. Oh. And then the last album you put out, you know, Forever, I think it was 2013. Yeah. Um, touch on that one a bit. That's my baby,
1: man. That's, that's, I think that's my favorite album of all of them because wow. it's really about me. It's really about what I'm going through. I mean, they all are about me, but this particular album, man, um, I just really put my heart and soul into it, and um, I'm really proud of that album.
0: Yeah, that's another great project. I don't think you've ever put out a, a, a bad project, I've got to say. So that's what we really appreciate about you is every time you come with something, even though you didn't like lyrics, I mean, to me, I didn't think it was a bad album. It, it was a bad album, it.
1: but I think it could have did better. You know, I, I just, yeah. I'm just like that, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm really hard on myself.
0: Right. Gotcha. And then a few years ago, you had the single um, with David Banner, Never Let Her Go. And we thought that might have been leading to an album. You know, what was the situation around then?
1: Just out the game for a minute and wanted to do something real quick. I made that beat and uh, came up with the song. And I, I got, um, I think I was... I was going up Stone Mountain one day and I seen David Banner coming down. And I was like, yo, what's up, man? We hooked up. He was like, yo, you got a song you want to do? I was like, yeah. We hooked up. Yeah. We did it. And it was just like that. you know, just
0: quick. Gotcha. Yeah. So at any point since, you know, Forever came out, were you close to, to getting ready to release an album or, or not really?
1: I'm in a process now. I'm going to release something this year. Um, I'm, I really want to release something for my birthday, though, like maybe a single or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, coming up in a couple of, like a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah I'm, just, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I mean, yeah. I've been working for a long time, so I'm ready.
0: Definitely. So so what is it like for you when you lock in, you know, you got the studio there you could take advantage of this quarantine because you write and produce and sing. What's your process like when you get down into that studio and, and start making music?
1: Put the candles on, man. You know, mm. play some, some of my old joints. And just relax, you know, and, and just try to, you know, get into it. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, get into it. Um, if you it have really a few minutes. Really no, no, yeah. I don't have any set rules on how I do it, man. It just comes to me, man. I mean, everything that I do, I can't really say that I did it. It just comes to me, man. You know, it's, it's like I'm an antenna and I just pick up the, uh, the signal.
0: So, so if you have a few minutes, I'd like to see if we could take some questions from some of your fans who were in here. Sure. Um, if anyone has a question you want to submit, uh, feel free to put it in the comments. Well, you know, we'll look out for it real quick. While we're waiting on that to come in, I just got to mention, you know, Jacques, Weiss, you you worked with him. It was awesome yeah, to see the younger brother. generation respecting you and, and and you know showing you respect.
1: Yeah, man, I like that little guy, man. I mean, he's he's man, he's he's a, a extraordinary singer, man. I mean, and he had a great heart, man. He's a wonderful character, and I just wanted to give him something, man. That was going to be real dope, you know. He he uh, reached out to me. When he was working on his album, he wanted me to listen to it, and um, that's when I met him. And I, I really liked what I heard, you know what I'm saying. So I wanted to go back in and, uh, and give him something really nice.
0: So uh, the first question: Will you marry me? I, <laughs> I think it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already
1: married.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we got another one. Um, who's your biggest? Who was your biggest influence in music? Wow, man,
1: I got a lot of those, man. Definitely Babyface, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, uh, Teddy Riley, Eddie F, Jane uh, Carn, Alicia Myers, uh, uh, the Osley Brothers, Jane uh, Carn, uh, Patrice Russian, uh, Rick James uh shit i can go on for days man all all of the greats man you know aretha franklin um all of them man all of them i listen to everything
0: so here's another question from amber lois 78 what is the what is your favorite song that you wrote
1: my favorite song that i wrote would have to be um i want you to
0: know on my first album Mm. yeah What, what, what makes it that one just out of curiosity
1: you know what, man? My mom and my my sister, everybody was around when I was getting ready to write that record, and I just, I just something told me to just put everybody out the studio, and and I, I really, it was like I was one with that record. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just, it just came to me. Dope,
0: no. man. N- another question here from Godson seven 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 seven: Is the new album gonna have a '90s feel? It's gonna have a Donnell Jones feel. I can't say it's gonna have
1: a '90s feel. It's gonna have a Donnell Jones feel. You know, I, I, I've, I've never changed my style, um, and I'm just going to keep doing what I do, you know? Right. Man.
0: Let me see. Um, What inspired your second album?
1: Uh, What inspired it? Um, Just to do better than the the first album. Um, I think I had... uh, um, I just wanted to do better. I just wanted to do better,
0: to be honest with you. And then someone asked, what's your favorite song on the Where I Want to Be album?
1: Wow. Where I Want to Be
0: yeah yeah where i want to be and he won't hurt you okay okay yeah here's a good one um from mcknight image did mariah Carey reach out to you before she used her sample on her single nah
1: she didn't she didn't
0: but i wasn't gonna say no you know what i'm saying
1: like that's so i wasn't gonna say no anyway they could have took it and did whatever they wanted to do with it you know
0: yeah exactly let me see if there's any others Any artists um, today that are out that you'd like to work with, newer artists?
1: Um, you know what, man? I'm not really into the scene that's out there right now, to be honest with you, man. I, I'm really just focused on what I'm trying to do musically and, uh, you know, just be around my family, man, take care of my loved ones. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not really into the scene. Right. I you're, mean, you're... If, I, if, I, if I had to work with anybody, it, it would definitely be Drake, though. You know, I love Drake. Drake? Because,
0: okay. Yeah. Someone asked, Max Mason asked, do you think true R&B will return?
1: Um, I don't think it's went I don't think it went anywhere. You know, I think R and B is, is is out there. You know, you just gotta look for it. This is not on mainstream radio. You just gotta search, you know what I'm saying? But it's mm-hmm. it's good music out there.
0: That's a good that's a good answer. I actually agree with that. Um trying to see if there's any others. We'll take a couple more real quick. Which songs do you like performing the most, you know, to get the crowd hype? Uh it's uh, laying.
1: This love. Um, sure they got eyes on me. Um, I'm gonna be, um, yeah, those, those, those
0: joints. Cool, cool. Let me see if we can find two more. Yeah, we asked about the Mariah using the sample. People are asking to hear a sneak peek of something you're working on. I don't know if that's possible. <sighs> uh, I'm
1: kind of in the middle of something right now.
0: Hold on, hold on one second, let me see something. So, this could be an exclusive right here, guys. New Donnell Jones.
1: Like I I'm I'm fresh to start with this right now.
0: oh no you just you produce that yourself right
1: yeah i just i just got started on that
0: okay cool cool i appreciate you sharing that with us man no doubt can't wait to hear that, how that turns out.
1: Appreciate it. Let's
0: we'll see if we can find one more, one more good question here. What was the meaning behind "Wish You Were Here"? That's a great song, actually. I love that one. I didn't write that, so I, I couldn't tell you what the really name was.
1: Not, oh, not oh you didn't, was okay, saying. you didn't write that. I one. didn't write that one. Yeah,
0: got you. Yeah, Let me see we see if I can find a better one. Someone asked, Did Chris Brown reach out when he sampled "Where I Want to Be"?
1: Nah, I, they didn't. He
0: didn't sample it though. They, he just, you know, just use a part yeah. of the, uh, the lyrics. But no, nah, they they
1: didn't reach out. Um, I mean, they they go through through the, the publishing company. You know, saying they get permission and and I get paid like that. But right. um, I'm not opposed to anybody using the records, man. Just use them. I mean, that's what they're there for. You know, sample them. Right. I'm not one of those guys that's gonna say, Nah, you can't use my records, man. Use it. That's that's what it's for. Yeah. You know, I've used other people's records Some, too, so.
0: I got one more question for you, you know, before we wrap this up and, um, you know, us R&B lovers, man, we consider you a legend. You know, you've given us classic albums, timeless music, you know, so much we still play to this day, but I want to know from you, how do you view your own legacy? Do you, do you look at yourself like a legend? Do you know you've done all this for us R&B lovers? To be honest with you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: just getting started. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, started really man to be honest with you man so um i love you know what i've done so far but i got so much more to go you know
0: yeah no i respect you being humble man and just just keep making quality music man i appreciate that so much i'm on a mission man you know what i'm
1: saying like i i just love what i do and um i just feel like this is what i'm supposed to do
0: right so hey before we get out of here is there anything you'd like to add I just want to thank
1: all the fans, man, for for supporting me for all the years and, and just rocking with me. And I'm going to give you all an incredible album, I promise.
0: Dope, man. Donnell, thank you so much for making some time doing this interview, man. Always looking out for us, showing us love, man. So much respect for you. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Take right, care.